Welcome to Little Joe's Conservative Corner, the podcast where we delve into the latest news through a conservative lens. In each episode, Little Joe sifts through the top headlines and news articles, offering insightful commentary and analysis from a right-leaning perspective. Whether it's politics, culture, or current events, this show explores the issues that matter most to conservative listeners. Get ready ready. to cut through the noise and get to the heart of what's really going on in the world today. Let's get started. Welcome to Little Joe's Conservative Corner. During this holiday season, families all across America are struggling under the brutal weight of Bidenomics. You know, Bidenomics means a lot of bad things. This year alone, the typical American family is $7,500 poorer because Crooked Joe's globalist blunders and greedy betrayals have really hurt us badly. Joe Biden is a low IQ individual and he is truly the worst, most incompetent and most corrupt president in the history of the United States. All right, welcome back to the final show before I take my Christmas vacation. Trump pointing out what we all already feel and know. Um, Let's just get into whatever else we had for today. Uh, President Trump, I'm sure you've heard a lot of um, his his case, his federal case out of D.C. is going to the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court has decided to take up a case considering whether or not Trump would have presidential immunity um, regarding the trial that he's in right now. Uh, and what it, what it comes down to is when everything that happened, when all the stuff that they're trying to charge him for, that Jack's trying to charge him for, when anything, all these accusations happened, he was still president of the United States. So does that immunity extend after your president, you know, you did something during your presidency. Do they get to come after you after the fact? I mean, this is a, I know our legal system sucks, you know, and it's been getting worse and worse all the time, but you, you want to talk about opening up Pandora's box and going down a slippery slope here. Uh, I think this is probably the worst one because if the Supreme court rules that they can go ahead with the case, you have to really look at what you're saying here what they would be saying is that whatever a president does while in office as soon as they get out of office you can arrest them and charge them with an array of crimes that you say that they did while they were president and then try to prosecute them for it (laughs) banana republic anybody so now a president doesn't have any immunity i'm just not sure the the democrats realize this is going to go both ways. If you guys get what you want out of this, if you you're going to destroy our system and turn it turn us just into a, a third world country, if you're going to go in that direction, remember that uh, it, it, it's you're bene- you're benefiting from it from what the way you see it now, but in the future, uh, you're you are going to be uh, your whatever president is going to be prosecuted as well. What would stop somebody? If this is the case, what would stop somebody from going and arresting Obama immediately and saying, uh, for these crimes that you did while you were in office, now we're going to, we're going to drag you into court and we're going to try you and we're going to try to put you in jail. God, it'd be, it's just going to be chaos. It'll be chaos. Yeah. The, the our system is, is we're on life support as it is. Uh, you, I mean, you want to just a complete collapse. 
You know, it's a, you used to be able to trust in these institutions. You used to be able to trust in the rule of law. It's supposed to be fair. You know, you're innocent until proven guilty. Over the last couple of decades, it's been trending more towards you're, you're guilty until proven innocent. And they're using social media, mainstream media to help with that. And, you know, as soon as you're accused of something, you know, then you did it. You've done it. You're not innocent first. You're guilty first. And now you got to prove to me that you're innocent. It's not supposed to be that way. Trump didn't do anything wrong. He should have immunity as a president. Uh, going and doing what he did on January 6th, he had no idea what was going to happen. How could he possibly know that people were going to do that? He told everybody to peacefully let your voices be heard. Yeah, he didn't, he didn't incite anything. He was given maybe some bad information and maybe some good information. Yeah, I mean, a lot of stuff that we see coming out, I find it hard to believe that you could sit there with a straight face and say that there were not problems with the 2020 election. Uh, the extent of those problems, I don't think anybody will truly know, but there obviously was some cheating going on. You saw, uh, we talked about not too long ago, I think I talked about it, unless it was one of those articles that I had planned on talking about. <laughs> There's so many, I, I missed it. But um, one in five uh, Americans basically admitted to cheating with mail-in voting, you know, by filling out other people's ballots, mailing other people's stuff in, these are not getting certified. There was problems with that election. So he, the information he's being given, he's going by what he's being given and, and people are feeding to him and he feels it's an injustice that you guys literally stole this from me. There's no way this guy wins. You stole it from me. You changed rules in the end, which was already a no-no. The mail-in voting, COVID, everything. He's probably, you know, I'm sure he was frustrated and disappointed. And anyways, he's up there and you all know what happened on January 6th. He tells everybody to go peacefully protest, peacefully march down to the Capitol and let your voices be heard. He didn't tell anybody to attack anything. He asked for the National Guard ahead of time. He was denied, denied, denied. I mean, there, I, there's nothing that you could put this man in jail for. You could you could make an argument that it was a bad idea and he should have just suggested people to stay away from the Capitol. Do not come to the Capitol. Well, let's see how everything plays out and, and whatnot. I mean, there's an argument that could be made there that maybe that was a poor decision. I know that there was a lot of people, a lot of conservatives and uh, big conservative voices that was, it was telling people, that were telling people not to uh, attend. Don't go over there. Don't do any violence. This is exactly what they want. This is what they're hoping for. And they got what they wanted out of it. And, and we've been paying for it ever since. I mean, I mean, the people that are in jail have been paying for it. Uh, anyways, they're trying to expedite this case to rule on whether or not he's got immunity. You know, it's amazing that, that the Supreme Court took it up. You know, you, they, the January 6th people have been in jail for how long? And they're trying to get, they're pleading People sitting in jail, waiting on trials, pleading to have things moved up, pleading to have them look at certain things, and the Supreme Court turns it down, but they want to hear this case. And I got to tell you, I'm not, I'm not a big fan of the Supreme Court doing the right thing. I got to tell you, I'm not, not at all, because just like every other institution in America, it's not about the rule of law anymore. It's about who you like and who you don't like. And regardless of whether uh, Trump put Kavanaugh and, and, and Amy Coney Barrett in, off, in, in the positions that they're in in the Supreme Court, you know, I'm not really sure uh, that they like the man too much. I know Roberts certainly doesn't. So I, I can't say that I trust they're going to do the right thing here. But, man, you guys are going to open up a box that's not going to be able to be closed. 
You got it. They're about to, the Supreme Court, if they rule in favor that this trial can continue because he does, he does not have immunity, you know, he, we're in trouble. We're in trouble. And I'd like to see anybody that would want to be president after that. I can't imagine a person that would want to be president after that because then just expect that on your departure, when you no longer have immunity, you are no longer president, expect that someone's dragging you into court for something. And who's going to want to deal with that? Now, who's to say that if they do rule that way, someone's not going to go and drag Obama into court right away? I mean, you, you, you see what's happening here. It's just the, the complete breakdown of our system. It's just, it's hard to watch. And I'm not sure the Supreme Court's going to do the right thing. I don't think Roberts would vote in Trump's favor on anything. You know, I, again, I, I, Amy Coney Barrett, I'm not, I'm not sure about her. Uh, Kavanaugh, I'm not sure about him. In the Constitution, he's got immunity. He's got immunity for a very specific reason. You know, I mean, people make mistakes, and you shouldn't go to jail after you're president for making a mistake. You know, uh, what Trump, what happened with Trump? Did, was it a bad judgment call? Maybe. Should he go to jail for it? No. I mean, are you going to jail for bad judgment calls that you've made? Because I'm sure you've made plenty in your life. You going to jail because you made some bad calls? I'm not talking about killing somebody. I'm talking about doing something, saying something maybe you, you knew you shouldn't have, and you, oh, that was probably not the smartest idea for me to do that. I know you have. Everybody has. You're not going to jail for it. Dangerous situation. Dangerous times that we live in right now. Dangerous. You got these idiots up in the Supreme Court that I don't trust at all. And uh, they're just itching to throw this man in jail. They're just itching to throw this man in jail. They do not want this man to run as president. Not to mention, I mean, let's be honest, what's the big thing here? The big thing here is if you convict him, the chances of him going to jail, I don't believe that he's going to go to jail. Uh, Personally, I, I think they'll appeal and there'll be so many appeals and whatnot. I've said this before that I don't think he'll actually be put in jail, but then you could sell to everybody that, you know, this guy is a convicted criminal now and you're, and he's running for president. Do you really want somebody that's a criminal as president of the United States? So that that'll be the biggest headline all next year. Oh my God, they'll beat that to death. And some people will fall for it. You're obviously going to have some people that are on the fence that don't really like Biden, don't want to vote for him and figure, well, maybe Trump's policies are a little better, even though I hate that guy too. Uh, that maybe they'll just go, well, you know what, as bad as Biden is, you know, let's, let's vote red for the Senate and we'll vote red for the house and keep everything divided. So that way, you know, we'll just ride it out for another four years. I mean, it's bad, but how much worse can it get? And, and they'll vote in a, in a way that will hurt all of us. It's the Democrats are not stupid people. And when they got a game together, they're, they're going to, they're going to play their game and they're going to, they're playing to win always. You know, the Republicans need to get with the program. I don't know what the Supreme court's going to do, but I hope that somebody says to them, you would I, I hope during an argument that they would say, where does it stop? What would prevent me from going out and, and bringing a lawsuit against Obama for his time in office right now, now that he doesn't have immunity. I hope somebody is smart enough to point that out to the Supreme Court, because then if you say that he does not have presidential immunity for what he has done during his time he is serving, then there has to be, okay, well then let's, let's go get Obama. We'll bring Obama in, you know, and, uh, he, I'm sure he's done plenty that we could sit there and do just like they're doing to Trump, fabricate things and make it look worse than it is. Although, a lot of Obama stuff, I don't think you're going to need to try very hard to make it lurk worse <laughs> uh, and arrest him. 
nothing, there's nothing to prevent you from doing that. And I hope the lawyers are smart enough to make that argument that be careful because you're going to open Pandora's box here. You know, then that means any president going forward can be hauled in right, right. You're no longer president. How you doing, sir? Yeah, here, put these, uh, brand new, nice, shiny chrome cufflinks on. And we're going to be taking you downtown because you have done so much wrong as a president. Bad idea. Yeah, I hope they stop it. Hope they rule rule the right way. We'll see what happens. Supreme Court, they're, it's not the most uh, reliable. So we just got to wait and see what happens with that. Oh, and uh, moving on to the next one. Uh, if you had planned on visiting uh, Boston, just know that uh, if you're white, you're not really welcome there. <laughs> uh, listen, uh, let me. I'm just trying to figure this out. So... If you have anything negative to say about a race, it's considered racism, right? But if it's about white people, it's not racism. So you can actually make racist remarks and treat them as lesser and everything, and that's not considered racism. Uh, But if it's about any other group, then it would be racism. I'm just trying to figure this out, but... uh, uh, Boston Mayor Michelle Wu, who's a Democrat, obviously, has come under fire for planning a no-whites Christmas party that specifically sought, sought to exclude white members of the city government from the party. <laughs> I don't know. Call me crazy. But uh, isn't that racism that you're uh, excluding a colored group, uh, a, a group of color or a group of people of a certain color from attending your Christmas party? Uh, Wu's aide issued an apology this week after she mistakenly sent the invite for the mayor's no whites Christmas party to all members <laughs> of the Boston city council. When only the electeds of color were meant to receive the invite <laughs> roughly 15 minutes after the invite went out, the aide Denise, uh, Dos Santos, who received, who serves the mayor, uh, Mayor's Director of City Counseling Relations issued an apology. I want to apologize for my previous email regarding a holiday party for tomorrow, she wrote. She said, I did send that to everyone by accident, and I apologize if my email may have offended or come across as so. The aide added, sorry for any confusion uh, with this, the confusion that we may have caused. Uh, I think they pretty much got it, man. <laughs> I think they pretty much got. Hey, uh, you know, you ain't you ain't allowed to come over here, Whitey. We don't we don't want you at the Christmas party. I think it was probably well received by everybody that was um, a white. I, th- I think they pretty much got it. Uh, I, we have gotten <laughs> we we have got to do something about this. Uh, this can't continue. It's not okay to be racist towards any culture, any color. It's just it's just not. Yeah, I mean, right now it's okay to be racist towards white people. That's okay. Yeah, you don't get in trouble for that. You know, that's deemed to be appropriate. Uh, the city council is uh, comprised of six minorities and seven white members. So, seven people. You know, got got a little. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably a little, a little testy there. <laughs> seven people probably got a little, a little bit offended. I mean, well, maybe they got offended. Maybe, maybe not. You know, I mean, it just depends if, uh, if, if they're a white Democrat, you know, I mean, if they're a white Democrat, then maybe they were okay with that because white Democrats hate themselves. You know, they, they, they themselves hate white people. You know, I can't imagine what it must be like to wake up every morning 
as a Demo- as a white Democrat or white liberal, white extremist, and you go look in the mirror and you're white and you just got, oh, I hate you. I hate you. Uh, you're so white. I hate you. I wish you were something else. <laughs> I can't, I can't imagine how that must feel every day. I mean, you know, I look in the mirror and I'm like, oh God, that is rough looking. You know, that's one thing. Hey, about a color. That's just about being ugly. You know what I mean? <laughs> but, uh, but just to hate yourself because you're a color is kind of amazing. Uh, needless to say that the revelation that the mayor of, uh, of a major city planned to host a no wise Christmas party with government officials sparked severe reactions online and, and a lot of backlash. Uh, city councilor Frank Banker, a white Democrat, uh, bashed the move as unfortunate and divisive. I mean, you think, do you think it's a little bit divisive? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he also said that I find it unfortunate that with the temperature uh, the way it is, that we would further the division. Uh, maybe this guy has a little bit of sense. Uh, counselor, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, counselor Brian Worrell, a black Democrat, defended the no whites invite. Uh, we make spaces and spaces for all kinds of specific groups in the city and city governments. He said, this is no different, and elected officials of color have been around uh, for more than a decade. I mean, I don't know how that justifies uh, allowing you to be racist and excluding people. Because the big problem here, to me at least, the biggest problem here is uh, reverse the situation. Let's do a no blacks Christmas party. So if they did a no blacks Christmas party imagine what the headlines would be like right now. I'm sure that that mayor would have to step down. I'm sure that, that she would have to step down. So um, that that is the biggest difference here is how it's so uh, uneven and unfair. I mean, you guys are, it's, it's, it's wrong anyways. It shouldn't be that way one way or the other, obviously. But uh, it's just, it's entertaining at, at least, you know, because I think it's all crazy. Obviously, I know it's wrong, and I know it's stupid, and I know we shouldn't be doing these things. But at the same time, come on, man. It's got to be entertaining. You imagine just sitting in your office, and an email pops up, and you're like, oh, awesome, man. There's a Christmas part. Wait, what is that? This in, uh, in, uh, what's in, no white. What? what? What do you mean no whites? I, I, I wanted to go to the Christmas party and have eggnog. <laughs> I mean, I can imagine seven people must have just been like, damn, that's messed up. <laughs> I don't, call me sick, but I find that entertaining because <laughs> you just know some people, their feelings got crushed right there. And, uh, of course, nobody's going to hear much about it. I mean, we're hearing about it on the, on our side and you know, they're going to, the Democrat may have chimed in here or there from over there, but overall it's not going to make any major headlines or nothing because it goes against exactly everything that, that the, this new leftist extreme party deals with. And so they're not going to make a big fuss over this. But I thought it was definitely worth pointing out because it is Christmas time. Trump's talking about how your holiday's getting screwed up financially. Now, white people aren't getting invited to Christmas parties. I thought it made perfect sense. <laughs> oh, my God. You know, uh, off subject, me and my wife are sitting down talking. And um, she brought up, she goes, you know, did you ever really look into the true definition of a liberal? And uh, I was like, yeah. You know, we talked about it and she goes, it's funny. Like you, you can't really call liberals liberals. I said, no, I know they're not. They're extremists. Now we have to change the words. We got to use different words because they're not really liberals anymore. Liberals are more accepting and compassionate and they just want everybody to be whatever. 
you know, you know, you know they, they want to be married. They can be married. And then, you know, everything calm. You know, I see it your way. I see it your way. I'm compassionate towards it. I understand. Conservatives, in my opinion, are more compassionate. We just have values that we stand by that there are particular things that you cross the line and we just, that's, that is our opinion of things. But this new kind of liberal that, that is around is not really in line with what a liberal is supposed to be because the way they are, you know, it's, it's their way or the highway. There is no compassion. They do not want to see it anybody else's way. It's you are this way, period, the end. There is no in between. There's no give and take. There's no not giving you an inch. It is whatever they want it to be. And actually, they don't really meet the definition of liberal. So I, I think it'd probably be a good idea if we start changing that and start calling them extremists because that's what they are. They're extremists. They're not really liberals. You're not your traditional liberal anymore. Your traditional liberal love you know, it's like I talk about moderate Democrats, <clears throat> you know, it's would be a traditional liberal still love the country, still will sit down and have a conversation with you, agree to disagree. You could still be friends at the end of the day, you know, calm, peaceful people. They see the extreme policies on one side. They see extreme policies on the other side. They don't agree with the extreme policies on either side. You know, they like to play right there in the center. That's, that's where they're, that's where they're meat and potatoes there right there in the center. So uh, this new one is is all the way one way or all the way the other way, uh, but uh, yeah, we we talked about that a little bit, and I said, yeah, it's true. We we got to get people to start using a different terminology for them because calling them liberals anymore it just doesn't match with what they actually are. Uh, but I thought that I point that out because of you know no tolerance that white people aren't even allowed to attend Christmas parties just because you're white. <laughs> Simply, simply amazing. Simply amazing, man. It's amazing how they don't call that out as racism. Nobody says nothing. You can do that. You can get by with it. It's okay. Nobody's going to say nothing to you. It's, it's simply amazing. Uh, anyways, uh, please, uh, I will be out for two weeks. I'm setting up all these interviews. I should be recording the interviews while I'm out, which is uh, a lot less, uh, a lot less work involved. Um, but hopefully, I'll uh, get those recorded. Um, and we'll see how many people show up and what time frames and whatnot. And, um, I, I would like to try to start to have two to three guests a week. If I can pull that off with people. Um, and then that way you're only hearing me in between, uh, and we'll see how it goes from there. But, uh, I, I got seven, eight people. No, I think I'm up to like 10 or 11 people, 10 or 11 people that I'm going back and forth with. And we're trying to set things up and, um, Hopefully it all works out, and it's an array of topics and subjects, and really gonna kind of, we're gonna try to change things up a little bit, and then we're gonna still do the same old stuff on certain parts of it. But uh, I hope you and your family have an absolutely beautiful holiday, beautiful Christmas. You know, pray, enjoy the day. You know, happy birthday, Jesus. Uh, happy New Year to everybody. I hope you have a great New Year. Please, no drinking and driving. If you're a drinker, be safe. Get through the holidays with your family. Don't do anything stupid. That way you're here to play another day. And uh, I will see you again after the new year. So God bless. Happy New Year. Merry Christmas. And uh, we will do it again in the beginning. And that wraps up another episode of Little Joe's Conservative Corner. Thank you for tuning in and joining the conversation. Don't forget to subscribe to stay updated on all our latest episodes. And join us next time as we continue to explore the issues that shape our world. Until then, stay informed and stay engaged. <laughs>